All right, we're here. Good morning. Good morning. We got a special guest from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Mr. Thomas Miller in the house. Oh, speaking of Philly. <laughs> right off oh, Well, no, this isn't even like relevant, but I'm checking the mail, yesterday's mail this morning, and this magazine, it's like, it says something like beautiful West Philadelphia or something. And then, uh, you are more than welcome. I open the magazine, I'll and it's just, gentlemen. it's just Oregon shit. But the cover's something about Philadelphia. <laughs> There's not a Philadelphia there in Poland, is there? No. Okay. <laughs> not that I'm aware of. If there was, I would probably be living there. Well, I mean, unless it was, like, Philadelphia as a whole. Alright. Alright. So, uh, yeah, that, I, I was like, oh, I should take this... I should take this to John. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's yeah. not Philly at all. That's, that's funny, actually. Uh, anyway. What's the good move? I mean, the chicken fried steak is that's, pretty good. Yeah, the chicken fried steak, the hash browns are on point. I would say pretty much everything. Yeah, everything's pretty good here. Uh, oh, yeah, you haven't been here yet. Yeah, that's right. You like this little... 30s diner, aren't you? <laughs> hey, wait a second, what decade are we in? Not sure. No. That's a phenomenal Jaguar shirt. Waitress is a... What? That's a phenomenal Jaguar shirt. Oh, thank you. Cool. I didn't get the full picture uh, of it when you walked up to the car, but that really is something it, special. It could have been Lamar Jacksonville, man. Lamar yeah, Jacksonville. Okay, I, I honestly am pretty livid about that. Yeah? And now he gets to go to Baltimore and play under Mike Vick's old offensive coordinator. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, the Jaguars decide to pick a one-time, one-year starting defensive tackle, and they say he's got the athleticism of J.J. Watt. I don't really see how they're getting that, <laughs> but okay. Okay. Right. And they already have, like, the best, one of the best defensive lines in football. You can't start 28 D linemen. You can oh, yeah. start a quarterback that's not Blake Bortles, but, you know, I guess Blake is the future or something like that. Um, he's just a bit, he's a, he's Ben Roethlisberger, 2.0, uh, right. except he's not good. He just looks like Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty bad situation. Yeah. Blake, Blake well, let's hope he doesn't act like Ben Roethlisberger. Blake Bortles is a complete dingus, but I kind of find that charming in a way because what? he he never he never really he never really let fame get to him like he's still the same guy in interviews like he, he just sounds like this stoner college kid he but he's an NFL quarterback yeah yeah, I, mean, I saw this. I saw this interview with someone from Barstool Sports. It was this girl that was like getting a tour of his house, and then right in the middle of the interview, he's like, "You want to see my scooter? I got a pretty sweet scooter." And then, and then they go, they "Like go a to, Vespa?" No, just like just like an electric scooter, like an electric razor wow. scooter. Wow! And, oh yeah, and he like takes it down. And he's like, "Oh, I forgot it's broken right now, but." Uh, <laughs> It's pretty sweet, right? That's the new, I show you mine, you show me yours. Hey, you want to see my scooter? Maybe? Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. I know what he wants. Oh, no, I'm actually switching it up. You're switching it up. I'm going to go with the breakfast burrito. What? With some salsa, too. Salsa and sour cream on the side? Yes, please. All right, Ethan, thank you. Um, actually, 
actually go this way yeah. and then I'll, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll go corned beef hash browns. How do you want those eggs? Eggs medium. Corned beef hash, hash browns over medium, and what kind of toast? Uh, wheat, and can I get the hash browns like a little, a little more like scattered, kind of done? Thank you. That's, that'll do it. Alright. Um, can I do the Joe Special C? Can I have the eggs scrambled? Can I do bacon? Uh, wheat please. Solid choice. Shall I come down? Uh, no. Can I get the uh, chicken fried steak? Good move. Uh, I will do uh, scrambled. And what kind of chips? Um, sourdough. Yeah, does that come with half brown as well? Okay. Are there any other options outside half brown? Guys, potatoes. Guys, potatoes. Uh, hash browns are on point. It's on thing. Not a potato right. guy. Yeah, I'll stick. Oh, that's right. right. I'll eat your hash browns. I'll stick with that. I know. I thought, yeah, I will too. Yeah, it's about our hash browns are awesome. All right. Will that be it for you? I yeah. I think it shall be. We're good. Thank you so very much. Thanks. Thanks. Um, so I think it was the first time that we came here as a group, and I wasn't really, I didn't really want country fried steak, but I wanted something country fried. I wanted country fried chicken. Yeah. And I always, I, I'm, the idea of chicken fried steak is such a, why? Why is it called that? Because it's fried. Because it looks like chicken. I get it. Like right. it's got chicken batter. I understand that, but I'm like, let's just call it fried steak. Right. And I'm asking here. I was like, so do you have like? Fried chicken? She's like chicken fried steak. I was like, no, 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 like country fried chicken. And like, we just went back and forth for like four minutes. Yeah, it, about, was, like, it was funny how confusing it was on both ends. I was like, no, I just want fried chicken. chicken breast deep fried. And she's like, oh no, we don't have any chicken. <sighs> anyway. It's all about that steak. So, um, who's, who's scrolled through Twitter this week? Well, he's a Twitter fiend over there. Just I call it a fiend. I just think it's a... You're an active user? I don't really tweet. I'm more so just reading. So you've seen with Kanye? You've seen Kanye this week? I've seen the Kanye Trump stuff or the Kanye yeah. album stuff? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was more interesting that he's going to be releasing a couple albums. Well, yes, and, and eventually all will be forgiven because it'll probably be a masterpiece, as is most Kanye music. No, no, we're not going to have this conversation, John. <laughs> um, I can shit in the toilet and call it a masterpiece. There's, 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 always, there's always madness behind genius. Anyway. I don't, wow, I don't even, I don't wow that is so bold because he's not even smart. He's made billions of dollars. He's a musical genius. I think he's doing pretty well. Yeah. I don't think he is. He's a great person who loves to steal music from other people and call it his own. Don't we call that a producer? I would say he samples music and makes it better. So he still can't make his own music. I mean, who does? Everyone knows that Nas ghostwrites everything in hip-hop. So, who's the musical genius in the conversation, then? Is Nas. But uh, who's making the beats for him now? Kanye. Kanye's making Nas beats. Well, well let's, let's get back to the root of it. He still isn't making the beats. He's sampling other people's music. There's more to it than that. I'd have to agree. There's more, there's more to it than that. But that's not the point. I you agree with that? Yeah, I would, I would say that Kanye is a I don't know if I'd genius. say he's a little genius, but I wouldn't call him not intelligent. He's got the best ego in the world. He's made hits. I would say he's hip-hop Mozart. He's a sociopath. That's fair. Yeah, that's why it's good. I can agree yeah. with that. He is, exactly. he is hip-hop Mozart. But, like, but Mozart is... 
Everyone knows Mozart's a genius. He was a virgin, too. And nothing better to do than to make music. Um, anyway. I almost think the question is, would you rather have a sociopathic, narcissistic personality and be wildly successful, or be an authentic person and, and still be yourself to the fullest degree? But I think Kanye is himself. Uh, yeah, I mean, yes, he is himself, but... <laughs> he's both. I think yeah, he's absolutely... Exactly. I think he is genuine. He's just yeah. fucked up. Well, yeah, I guess. That's a good point. So, okay, I, I listen to I listen to a lot of uh, interviews and other podcasts, and and everyone who is close to him who spends time around him that's not his wife, yes, ma'am, um, says that he's in one of the best places he's been in the past like five or ten years. Well, he's just he's just popping off in the mouth, which you know. I mean, he did he did marry a Kardashian, so I think the it's yeah. starting to wear off. Yeah, yeah he's starting to. Uh, has has he been tweeting this much consistently? He came has, back to Twitter a few like a week ago, and then it's just been like nonstop. Yeah, it's been Trump level tweets. That's what I was tweets. thinking. I'm like, how on earth are you tweeting every hour of the day? Well, he's not. He takes break. You know, he sleeps. Yeah, he's, well, no, he sleeps, and then... Well, pull up your phone, look at it, man, it's, it's wild. But, oh, yeah, I looked at it a lot. That was fast. Thank you. Um, so, anyway... I looked at a lot of it, and he's, like, sending, like, 12 tweets in an hour, and then he's, like, tweeting all these cartoons. And I don't want to get too into the weeds about this, but the, the reason I'm bringing it up, he said something that was, like, somewhat in support of Trump. Trump saw it, retweeted it, and uh, it was a very, uh, what I found to be a disingenuous reply. Like, uh, cool, thanks. Like, that's, it was very, like, a cool story, bro, reply. Yeah. Um, he doesn't know how to respond to that. Well, uh, yeah, of. obviously, obviously, but. I'm not, I'm not people saying are, <laughs> People that are in support of Trump are like, yeah, Kanye gets it. Finally, a black man gets it. Uh, which is weird. Which is, you know, narcissistic in their own response but I think and I could be totally off base here that he is pandering to Trump supporters who will still get his fans back to actually make a run of president challenge Donald Trump for the Republican nomination. No, I, no just or, or, or do it in 2024. There's been signs come out that say Kanye 2024. There's signs that say Kanye I, 2016. Too. I think I think Kanye would have to run as a Democrat. Well, yeah. That's and maybe. <laughs> well, because he's black. <laughs> well, then, like, I don't know. Okay, so I get the sense that that was part of the Republican Party. So, so a lot of a lot of the youth supporters might have written him off already, just because of what he's been saying. Because we're a very unforgiving generation. It's like you make one mistake, you're you're dead to us forever. I like that about us. <laughs> I really do love that about our. Game. We should go back to giving people three strikes. Yeah, <laughs> three strikes. Anyways, uh, so Kevin Spacey got one strike. Yeah, but well, he was already weird. Kevin Spacey was always kind of creepy. Yeah. Well, so so his I think Kanye's only hope is to run as a Democrat in 2020. So then millennials, if he somehow wins the Democratic nomination, which would be absolutely insane, but if he somehow pulled that off, then 
young people have this horrible dilemma where they're like, do I vote for Kanye West or do I vote for Donald Trump? And they're obviously not going to vote for Donald Trump, so then Kanye wins by default. <laughs> but also... Are you just writing like a new Idiocracy movie? <laughs> but what yeah, I'm saying is he is somewhat pandering to Trump and people will like... Trump supporters die for him. I mean, they're, they're, the, they're, the, bit, they're the biggest bag of idiots I've ever seen. You know what I'm saying? They are. Definitely. Like, Donald Trump can do no wrong in their mind. And it's ridiculous. You know, and that's nothing to say about his policies or who he is as a businessman or a president. I'm just saying that... The vast majority of his supporters are not very... Involved. Ignorant. No, it's okay. It's okay to be ignorant. Uh, you, you think, think Kanye's make you think that next five albums is going to be nothing but well-articulated public policy recommendations? Uh, that would be interesting. <laughs> well, he's releasing two in June. Yeah, that's crazy. So we'll see. But it brings a better point. And we talked about this a few weeks ago. Who would be, who would be in Kanye's cabinet? Who would be in Kanye's cabinet? Kanye's cabinet. Jay-Z would clearly be on No, he wouldn't. Condoleezza Rice. No, she wouldn't. Okay. She was a. She was a George Bush. Would be in the cabinet, and then no. Said no. <laughs> okay. In the cabinet, I don't know, but I do know that Quavo would be the chair of the Federal Reserve. Yes. Everybody gets a chain. Yeah. <laughs> it's obvious. Every woman gets perky breast. <laughs> the monetary policy. Again, Quavo would get in so much trouble for all the people that are reading the Fed minutes and trying to decide how to trade on it. Because Quavo would just be, they'd be like, what do you, what do you think about uh, monetary policy objectives, interest rates? Man, keep that on the low. We're going we're gonna to give everyone fat stacks. Yeah. Then all of a sudden people think, what about runaway inflation? What is Quavo talking about? But no, really, Quavo is just being Quavo. And he's gonna be like, let's, go back, let's go back to the gold standard. I got a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, I got. He'll say, I got a lot of it, and then they're like, Oh my God, he's gonna be really, really strict on monetary policy. Interest rates are going through the roof. Quavo's like, I don't know what you're talking about, but everyone's gonna have fat stacks. Loose <laughs> monetary policy. Then all of a sudden, they're right back to square one. Quavo would be the worst. And I was thinking about this on the, the drive best. here, and I. I don't know every position in the cabinet. I know that I would want uh, two chains to take Betsy DeVos' job. Oh yeah, Secretary and, of Education. And it all stems back yeah. to his his interview with Nancy Grace. I just feel like he has a great he has the <laughs> he has uh, children uh, at his heart. His father of three, and uh, yeah. Yeah. The most important one, this one just hit me. Well, think about Two Chains, too. He's come a long way. He started his video. Yeah. yeah. He, he, has realized, he realized he had to do something to change. And he had to make a real change. So what did he do? Sourdough. He changed his name. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he just had to change his name so he could be on the radio. Yep. <laughs> wow. Breakfast tea? Scramble? Um... Gotta move the Department of Education building to Riverdale Road. Obviously. Yes. And how do you feel about TI as the Secretary of Defense? That's he obviously has a lot of guns. <laughs> He's very pro gun. It's either gonna be TI or Gucci. I'm I'm a little concerned. I thought about Gucci as well. Wow, that burrito looks. That's me. Thank you, man. Can I grab you anything else? Um, a larger table. <laughs> 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 
Nice. I'm a little concerned because T.I. likes T.I. likes his top laid back. I don't want him to be modifying tanks so the tops are laid back. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really funny. <laughs> That's like his beats down low. Yeah. He does like his beats down low. Yeah. But so, are you saying he wouldn't drop bombs? He would drop beats. Yeah, he would. <laughs> It'd be the most peaceful time in American history. The missiles that come out of the planes would actually just land, and instead of exploding, there's just a beats pill. <laughs> That's genius. And then, uh, and then we'll, we'll just play. Oh my god, it works wow. out! They would all retreat. be hilarious. Uh, I'm glad I thought about TI. That worked out very well. Alright. Any, uh. Well, that's my piece on Kanye as president. I really don't want to talk about how things would really be. So, uh, what else happened this week? Well, let's see. Cosby got. Uh, That's right. Yeah. So, well, finally. Much like the women that he touched, he got fucked. He got uh, out of jail. Ah. 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 It's tasteless, right. but yeah. it's from Philly, so. Uh, that's right. He got out of jail, too. Yeah, he should get out of jail. And a weekend for finally. Philly's prison system. Yeah. So somebody who shouldn't have been in jail got out. Somebody who should have been in jail about 15 years ago, or 30 years ago. What did Meek do? He got accepted. Had weed on him. Okay. That's ridiculous. Multiple parole violations, but it's like they were all possession. Well, the last time, wasn't he just um, at someone's house when someone was in a fight and they were literally just standing there and uh-huh. he was like, yep, you're violating your parole if someone's fighting near you. Yeah. It was pretty ridiculous. But, um... You know, he got out, and then the 76ers won the first round. Yep. So, uh, that worked out well. You see when uh, Joel Embiid picked up Kevin Hart? That was kind of weird. It was funny. <laughs> Kevin Hart was not prepared at all. No, man, as a grown-ass man, I don't care if you're seven feet tall, don't lift me up like I'm a child. Yeah, but Kevin Hart's such a, such a fanboy, he was probably excited. As Maybe. Well. Maybe. Yeah, I've never thought about Kevin Hart being insecure about his I gotta stature. say, if Joel Embiid picked me up, I would be so starstruck, I wouldn't really care. Thank you. I'd be like, man, he picked me up. That's really interesting. Yeah, would I feel a little emasculated? A little. But that's okay. I'll explore that later. He is younger than all of us at this table. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, the guy is seven feet tall. He should be able to pick me up. Tom dated a girl that used to, you know, work him, right? Really? She's like, no, we were just friends. And I'm like, oh, okay. Because he was friends with every girl. Uh-huh. Not this campus? No, he went to um, Kansas. Oh, you're friend with the Kansas. Yeah. Okay, I was like... Okay, I, I interpreted that entirely wrong, yeah. and I think Tom might have too. No, I, I, I don't want to be caught on the record saying yeah. anything about an ex-girlfriend. Right, right. <laughs> well, just don't use names. Are you guys John okay over did. here? Do you guys need anything at all? We're great. We're great. Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah. I love it. John already put the name on the record, so here we are. Well, no, how I interpreted that is a girl that used to fork Tom. And I'm like, wow, are you really going to make Tom talk about this right now? That's a lot. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I was going to make him do it. Plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. Um, 
So uh, here we are in Portland. The Blazers suck. Oh, really? They had a great series. Let me tell you. It's quick, efficient, streaky. We really got our hopes up and out and nice and quick. If you're going to really disappoint, do it fast. I mean, if you really want to like lower the hopes of your city, just lose game one at home. They yep. played. They played defense like they did last year. They couldn't shoot for anything. It was horrible. Yeah. And Dame and CJ were trying to be the heroes, which makes sense because they always are. Yeah. Now something's got to change. I think it's they got to trade Dame or CJ. I don't think I don't agree with that because we need better big men. Because the. And that's where I'm headed. That's the direction I'm headed. Um, I don't agree with t- trading Dame or CJ because you look at a team like Toronto, who's number one in the East. Granted, probably a weaker conference. Their two best players are their point guard and two guard. Right. Neither one of them are as good as Dame Lillard and Demar Derozan might be better than CJ McCollum. But that's it. He is better. I mean, Kyle Lowry, every time the playoffs roll around, he's posting self-help memes. So, you know, that guy's not leading the team to the finals. <laughs> oh, he went to Nova, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, really? Yep. So, it comes down to DeMar. Um, DeMar, I say it unless I like it. Yeah. And here's another thing. New Orleans looks like the best team in the West. Or the third best team in the West without DeMarcus Cousins. He walks. And what's Portland need? Even though I adamantly do not like DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Um, yeah, let's just invite cancer into our home, why don't we? I'm good right now. But. I, I, I would not be able to handle Boogie Cousins on the Blazers. I mean, it might not be like Sacramento because the Blazers actually have other players. Yeah, that's good. Boogie was by himself. No, it's true. I just can't stand the, like his attitude. I can't stand the way he plays. I don't know. I, I think it would be a very unsettling experience to be rooting for a team that has DeMarcus Cousins on it. Mm-hmm. I would have an internal struggle, struggle with most Kentucky players. But oh yeah, it's personal. Especially for you. him. Yeah. He was a he was a bit of a dirty player in his UK days. I feel like with the Kentucky players, they're literally just everywhere. There's mm-hmm. yeah. so many of them every year. Oh, ridiculous. Yeah. I like, want twenty of them on the Sixers at some point because they always just get the. I don't think there's any Kentucky players on the Sixers. They used to have. They got rid of Noel, right? Yeah, yeah he's in Dallas he was there for a while, but they're, they're just everywhere. Like I hate them in college, and they come to the NBA, and I can't just turn off that hate. Well, you can. No, it's not a filler. You don't turn off hate. Exactly. Hate is bred into your blood. Hate is bred into Philly, the city of uh, Philly love, as they call it. Well, that's because there's a lot of uh, guys who are not going to go there right now. Don't go there right now. I don't know where you're going, but um, better not. Better. It's the only city in the country that has a neighborhood that is literally called the gay Oh, okay. Well. So it's a very gay this signs, like the street signs, have a rainbow liberty bell. Really? It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, if you're ever lost, you're like, all right, all right. And you know you're in the safe part of town if you're in the game. Crime rates are very low in Philadelphia. Really? Yeah. In the game room. It's, it's a great neighborhood. I've been wanting to go to I bet those clubs are popping. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some, some I just love area. American history a lot. You would love Philadelphia. Yeah, I know. I would. Go ring the bell. Yeah. 
This burrito is bigger than a, a small child, and it's, it's hurting. <laughs> you know what, though? Back to basketball. Game seven tonight between the Bucks and the Celtics. Who's winning? Uh, Celtics. The Bucks. <laughs> I, I have to say the Celtics. I can't imagine them losing in Boston. That's why and I want just it. a better team. Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier is going to put Eric Bledsoe in a spin cycle again. But what if Giannis Antetokounmpo just goes crazy? Like um, he was waiting for an hour at some restaurant. He left, and like he was being cool about it. Like, he was just sitting there. Nobody else was waiting at this restaurant. There was no reason to make him wait. And they like sincerely apologized on Twitter and all about it. And he was like, "That's oh, all good, fam. Shit happens." And he went next door and got pizza and brought the pizza into the restaurant afterwards just to say like. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure they said they also said that he would never have to pay for food in that restaurant again. Which is probably the right thing to do. There's nothing like famous people getting something free, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah but he could he could literally ruin their business. Yeah, he could. He's the most popular person in the city of Milwaukee. And, and he's such a nice guy, he wouldn't do it, but yeah. but it was kind of funny to see that he tried to. How do you ignore the seven-foot giant yeah. standing there waiting for a table? How do you ignore that? Like, you just go like, oh, you, you good? Okay, cool. Someone else will take that. Basketball is, like, very relevant for the first time in Milwaukee in years, and you just don't know who the guy carrying your team is. Yeah. Even that, like, I'll be honest, even if you don't know basketball at all, there's a seven-foot dude waiting for a table. You should probably get him a seat. When he sits down, his knees are higher than <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just watching game six the other day, like, the way he takes two steps to the basket is insane every single time. And they all know it's coming, and they can't do anything. It does not matter who's in the middle of the key to try and stop it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You make one step to the left, one step to the right, he'll take you the other direction. Like, it's... Honestly, I feel like he should be more dominant. He should score more. Well, here's something about basketball, a game that's not being played and probably won't happen in this playoffs. Um, I'm going to piss off a couple of you, but Ben Simmons is not the rookie of the year. It is definitely Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Wait, you agree with me? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You don't? Ben Simmons is a great player, but honestly, he had a pretty streaky season, in my opinion. You're welcome. If Ben Simmons could shoot, he would be rookie of the year. Well, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say a couple things here. Statistically, he's better. He averages almost a triple double. But Russell Westbrook has, and this is my this is my rebuttal. I don't believe in the triple double as a as a counterpoint to someone's greatness anymore. And even though I love Russell Westbrook, he's averaged a triple-double the past two years, and he's not been the best player. He's not. He's been the third best player probably those two seasons. you got to give a guy who averaged a triple-double MVP because it's not been done, and it's like all ESPN cares about. But realistically, LeBron James has been better every year. He always is. You can't give that guy MVP every year, though. It's boring. James Harden was probably better than Russell was last year because he, in a lot of ways, carried his team to a higher level. 
he just didn't get two more rebounds or two more assists a game. And Russ did it again this year, and no one's even talking about him for MVP. It's because no one likes Russ anymore. Well, I mean, it's proven that he doesn't, I mean, the team doesn't get that much better because of him. And no, Ben Simmons is a hooper. And this doesn't even have to do with the he didn't play last year thing. Like, that's the rules, and he should be included. I love Russ. Russ's energy. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Nothing else has mattered to me. I will always like him because of his energy. And he kind of looks like a fish, which I think is interesting. Oh, I, I like everything about Russ. Everything. His style, like, is just entertaining to me, his mannerisms. I don't like the attitude of James Harden. He's gone recently. Uh, yeah. James Harden is, uh... He's, he's probably the smartest guy in the league, though. He really uses the rules in his benefit, like, so well. But I can't stand Harden when he's playing the Blazers, but otherwise, I don't know. I kind of like him. He's a good player. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a very good player, and, and you can't deny that. But I think someone needs to just take him down a peg and shave that beard off so we can all see how ugly he actually is. I do not want the beard to be shaved because I do not want to see how ugly he is. Because, uh, I think his game will go down drastically. I think so, too. I think it's a confidence thing. That, I mean, that beard's magic. Who knows what would happen with that and the also, shell of the man. back to the rookie of the year. Oh, the beard is the shell, and the man is beneath. And the shell is what, uh, it's his armor. There you go. It's the source of his powers. He's Tony Stark. He's Tony Stark of basketball. Does his beard light up? Is there something in there? I mean, you could put Christmas lights in it. I think he's got some technology in there that we don't know about. He's got a, he's got a listening device. Uh, um, the last night's Jazz Thunder game was pretty incredible. I don't know if you guys watched it. Donovan Mitchell started his third quarter 7-7. Seven seven. Wow. Yeah. That's all right. Great. Well, it's like, I think he had 22 in the quarter. Wow. And Russ had like 20. Like, it was a, the third quarter of that game was ridiculous. But Carmelo stunk it up, and so did uh, playoff Paul. Stunk it up. There might have been I really a wanted that to go to Game Seven. It was kind of fun. Uh, well, when they when the Thunder won the last game in OKC and Donovan Mitchell called series on the way out, he said, "See y'all next year." I was like, uh, "I hope he's right, because they're not gonna let him live if he's not." Yeah, I'll be down and out. So that was uh, that was fun. I can't wait for Donovan Mitchell to get his own shoe next year. He's already got a logo. Yeah. Yeah. He's making a shoe. Adidas. It's not like a for sure thing, but he's been getting. Uh, he he plays in Dame Willard's shoe, and he get he has like a custom pair on like almost every game in the playoffs. So I'm sure they'll. Yeah, they're putting billboards up for him in Utah. We put billboards up for LeBron in Philly. Yeah, but, but <laughs> I wasn't a fan of that. I didn't like that at all. Well, we put one up for him in Portland. Uh-huh. Not a fan of that because, in my opinion. Sixers, all their trusted process, tanking, build the team. It's worked. You're, it's worked, but you're cutting it short if you just allow LeBron to come in and then win a title. Like, I don't want LeBron anywhere That's near That's not the process. The process is lose, 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 The process win. isn't the LeBron James, I'm going to call my friends, join a super team, become dominant. No. It's drafting, building a team real fashion. I don't want LeBron anywhere near Philly. Raise the cat. Trust the process. Everything that Philly is about. You hear about Raise the Cat? What is I don't Raise, know about the, Raise cat? the Cat? So Ben Simmons, he was hurt last year. 
Uh, we didn't win so many games, but he was on this, uh, on Twitter, and after we won a game, he's got a lot of cats apparently, and he loves cats. He's definitely not rookie of the year. <laughs> and so there was a picture after we won one of our games where he just decided to pick up a cat and hold it over his head. And I think I've seen this and picture. Then for no reason at all, all of Philadelphia just decided okay. to hashtag raise the cat when we won. It's all coming back to me now. It was like the most ridiculous thing ever. It was pretty good. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, wow, raise this is the so cat. weird. Cats have nothing to do with Philadelphia. I'm a big fan. Speaking of Twitter, big fan of Embiid on Twitter. Oh, yeah, it's oh, the best. Yeah. Him tweeting at Rihanna. Dude. Asking her about dates. Shoe shot. Did he tweet at porn stars Probably. Probably. I haven't followed all of it. There's too much going on. I think every days. young professional athlete or like college football stud has tweeted at the. Um, uh, she was a porn star, but now she's like a sports journalist. Mia oh, Khalifa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. And she just like, you know, all these guys slide in DMs, then she puts them on blast. I'm like, you know what she's going to do. Yeah. Why would you ever talk to her? And maybe it's a good way to get yourself famous. I think right. it is. Yeah, you know, a little self-deprivation. Uh, the male version of Kim Kardashian. Smart. You You're smart. You're smart. Yeah. I mean, can't, uh, what was... Uh, Ray J. No, Ray J was famous first. No, what was... Um, <clears throat> Kevin Federline. Yeah. <laughs> He's famous for marrying and putting a baby in Britney Spears. Yeah. That's probably the best business model he had in his life. I mean, and, uh, and he's known for being like a great father to his children. Yeah, he's not famous anymore, but yeah. he had, you know, he had was, his moments. What was horrible was it was middle school when K-Fed was a thing. So people started calling me K-Fed. Oh, <laughs> I hated it. Oh, really bad. That's bad. Lucky for you, no one in Hollywood could stay married for a long time, so that yes. just faded out and he disappeared. Yeah. Or he, his, like, brief rap career, too. Oh, fuck. He was great, wasn't he? Atrocious. Dude, I was Kevin Fedeline for Halloween my freshman year of college. Oh, nice. And my friend, she was Britney Spears. She she dressed up as, uh, Oops, I Did It Again, Britney. Oh, my God. And uh, I was, like... Background dancer, K-Fed, it was, uh... That's the only good Britney. It was, like, wife beater with a button-up unbuttoned. A white button-up unbuttoned. A New York Yankees hat, and I drew all his tattoos on me. Nice. Yeah, it went over very well. It was, it was hilarious. Uh, that was probably my best Halloween costume ever. Uh, I did that. I've had some good ones. K-Fed. I did, um... The next year, I was uh, Lionel Messi. I had a messy jersey and Argentina shorts. Nice. And a wig. That's pretty good. I'm definitely doing Pablo Escobar this Halloween. Yeah, fuck yeah, you have to. <laughs> I didn't know you had a choice. <laughs> a couple years ago, oh. I was a uh, dude from Jurassic Park, Alan. Oh, yeah. Tom was Rick Ross one year. I was Rick Ross one year. Please tell me. Did you paint on a Okay. I didn't paint on a beard. Okay, I mean, the beard's fine. So I painted on a beard. I wore a backwards, like, flap rim hat. Would print off like his chains he wore and like made necklaces out of them. Like they're like gold pictures of his face and stuff. Like, like the Maybach music logo. Nice. I put a backpack on the front side. Put all my beer in there, so I had like the belly. Did you eat, did you walk around eating rallies? No. You know, I was, he owns like a bunch of rallies. We're smoking like uh, 
Dutch masters or like crappy cigars. Oh, and then we had a bag yeah. of like confection sugar with like duct tape around it to keep it low. So we walked like he had bags of It was in like my back pocket. Shirtless with chains or what? No, 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 no. I had to have this. Had to have a shirt on to keep like the, the appearance of a belly. Yeah, it was. It was good. People didn't recognize me. I got asked to leave a couple house parties. They're like, "Hey, do you know anybody here?" And I'm like, "Hey, it's, uh, it's me, Tom." Like, oh, my bad. Nice. Wow. So it was good. Hey, I'm Rick Ross. Don't ask me to leave. Just going around grunting. Come on. You were grunting a lot. A lot. Oh yeah. After yeah. four or five years, yeah. you're just. Oh. That's my favorite thing about Halloween is when people get drunk and they, they, they stay too committed to their character and it gets to the point where that's all they can do. <laughs> was that was that what you do it? And I was I was drunk and I was doing my New Yorker accent. Oh my god, who was I? Oh, it was my roommates. I was just like for an hour just felt like I was a fucking dirty New Yorker. Oh my it god. It was great. It went over very well. I thought I, I thought I was from Australia my senior year. When uh, your your little was it your little that had his girlfriend over? She was like she was, we were sitting on the roof. You remember this? When I fell off the roof? It was it was the same day. Okay. But it was later in the day. It was, so like this dude comes over with his girlfriend and I was just like well, I've had a couple beers. I guess I'm going to be from Australia now. And, oh, I, and I held the Australian accent for a long enough time that when I finally dropped it, the girl goes, you sound weird now. My, my college roommate, my first college roommate, his favorite beer was Foster's. Oh, wow. And, yeah, I mean, we were we were 18. And he just, he'd drink a Foster's. Cans, yeah, and he would just go Aussie all night. Like, get eye night. Yeah. He's like, oi, tell me a Foster's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so wait, back to Halloween costume. What's your best? No, 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 no. Before that, I had to throw in a side note about Rick Ross. Oh, okay. Still Halloween. Ultimate hustle. Rick Ross became a correctional officer in order to push his drug trade. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Entrepreneurial genius. Yeah. Okay, what's your favorite Halloween? <laughs> well, it's not a favorite Halloween costume. Best like, I've, always, I've always tried to do Halloween costumes based on celebrity lookalikes, like who I look like. So in high school, I did... Uh, no, no. I did Neville Longbottom, because when I was a kid, I looked like nice. Neville Longbottom. And I'm a little disappointed in how my celebrity lookalikes have changed over the years. Because first it was Neville Longbottom, and then he started like looking significantly better. <laughs> and I didn't really follow that. Like I just kind of stayed where I was. And now, I look... Oh, half, half like a white Pablo Escobar, half like Gene Wilder, <laughs> and I want to look like Matthew McConaughey, but that's just, that ship has sailed, and now that my metabolism's fucked, and I'm just continuing to treat my body poorly, excuse my French, uh, I guess I'm going to be stuck with Pablo Escobar for the rest of my life. You turn some heads of Pablo, though, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. Like I, somebody said I look like Jimmy Simpson from from Westworld a few oh, months ago. Yeah. Now my hair was longer at the time, but I need to lose thirty pounds in order to. Which guy is Jimmy? He's the he's William in Westworld. Okay, I can see that. He's the hacker in uh, what's the what's the Kevin Spacey show? House of Cards. House of Cards. Yeah. Yep. I guess. It's also in Summy. 
You look like a way less creepy person. Yeah. Brothers? I've also been called like a, a uh, in college. Oh, I that. Into like, uh, oh, you see the Jimmy? I've been the McBoyle brothers from Always Sunny. Yeah, okay. for sure. Uh, now I see it. Like a buddy of mine in college who was like really into theater, he would say that I talk like um, Billy Bob Thornton. He said my inflection is very Billy Bob Thornton. Like a, I can hear that. <laughs> just like strained breathing and just like with a perpetual eye roll. For some reason, I always think about him in Bad News Bears. That's the first yeah, thing oh, I think. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's a terrible bad Of what? I, I hated that movie. Uh, I really just want one more cup of coffee. But well, they, they got busy for a moment, so we'll see you over. Uh, well, before we get that coffee, uh, Tom, Tom, you know my best Halloween costume, right? Senior year. Uh, college or high school? College. Okay. So, so here's... You dressed uh, up as Miley Cyrus? Yeah. Oh, you talked about this. So, a lot of skin. Yeah. <laughs> that picture of you smiling with your ass out. <laughs> In your face with the pigtails. Oh my god! And, and the foam finger. So, so, so provide good. some background. It was the VMAs of 2013. Rob uh, Thicke and Miley Cyrus were the, the big star-studded show. Yeah, yeah, made yeah, all yeah, the news. Yeah. Well, she foam fingered herself. Right. So I called my girlfriend at the time. I called her up at like 2 a.m. Like on a random Tuesday. Nice. And she was pissed. She's like, "What do you want?" First of all, I lived a block away from her, so if it was really important, I could have just knocked on the door. So that was already strike number one for me. She was not happy that I was calling that late at night. Then, strike number two is, she's like, please, just one more for me. Thank you. Okay, strike two. So I was like, listen, I'll take a little more as well. Thank you. That's good. Oh, that's perfect. So strike number two. I was like, listen, Renee, I have a Halloween costume idea, but you have to agree to it before I tell you what it is. She's like, no, that's not going to happen. Why are you calling me at 2 a.m.? I was like, just trust me. You have to agree. She's like, fine. What is it? I said, all right, I want to do Miley Cyrus and Robin Thicke from the MAs. And she was like, she paused, and she was like, absolutely not. I'm not dressing up as Miley Cyrus. I'm like, uh uh-uh, you misunderstood me. I want to be Miley. And she, she said fine and hung up the phone. And then a couple days later, she made the costume. I went out, bought some nude spanks. We tried. Oh we tried God. so hard to get you to not wear that costume. Oh yeah. Have you seen the picture? I have not. I don't know if I want to. Oh, it's fantastic. This is gonna be the uh, thumbnail for this week's episode. Oh yeah. See, that's the not only. That's really. the only angle you can take. Because I can see her point of view, like, hell no, I'm not dressing up like Miley Cyrus. Oh my god. <laughs> That's your girlfriend at the time? Yeah. <laughs> so, just the so what was really funny about the entire night was I was barely even drunk. Like, I probably had two beers throughout the entire night because I couldn't, I, we didn't have an opportunity to just stop and, like, hang out because everyone wanted a picture. That's fucking genius. I didn't want that a picture. That is so genius. Oh, man. It was a good one. Well, what have you what have you done since you've been in town? Pretty much just uh, drank a lot of beer. Drank a lot of beer. Drank a lot of beer. Went out to Hood River yesterday. Love Hood River. Need to that was go. Really cool. I need to go this summer like a lot. Yeah. Saw some nature. It's pretty neat. Some nature. Pretty some neat. Nature is pretty neat. Yeah. Nature, yeah. Saw a waterfall. There's a lot of those. See an there's like tree? there's like six hundred. So. The big green one. It was an aspen because of the way it is. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
<laughs> you gotta watch the nature video. Oh. I just thought it would be good for other people to know about nature instead of just me and Rodney knowing about it. <laughs> Uh, dispensary trip? When like with we guns. did visit it. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole different world out here. Those are great, man. Like I feel like I feel like if I lived somewhere that didn't have it legally, I'd probably just not bother. That is the most awesome Too much trouble. Thing ever. It was. It was strange. Oh, of course. It's free real estate. What's real estate? Free real estate. It's free real estate. Tim and Eric awesome show. Uh, I'm gonna watch the, it. It's free job. nature thing. That's uh, Tim and Eric awesome show. Material. Material. Yeah. Like, it wasn't them, but it should be. It was. Be. I bet that was inspired by Tim and Eric. You know that guy, he's also in a, he's in a commercial that was actually like a well broadcast, making fun of bad inventions. Making fun of what? Bad inventions. So the commercial, you see him standing in his house, and it's called the neck basket. Yeah. It's, it's a basket that you put around your neck. And he's like, you can put all your stuff in here. He's got like shampoo, a, a drink for some reason. He's like, the neck basket. It's a shower caddy. <laughs> Basically. That's what it sounds like. Thank you. And then, uh, and then it's like, do you have bad ideas or bad inventions? We can help make them work. So, so it was like, it was making fun of bad inventions. But still, I was, awesome. I was laughing when I was like, he actually got a real job. Look at that guy. Go get her. Alright, well anything else this week, fellas? I think that wraps it up for us. Right. We got a good amount in there. Well, we're going to cash out then. Time to cash out. Thanks for listening.